We're back. We're live at Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. I'll be out here tonight till 7 on News Radio 570 WKBN. And uh, time now. We pause on Thursdays for our legal show, which gets underway here from 5 to 6 tonight. Any legal questions that you might have? Seriously, it's done as a really a public service to you. If you have legal questions, I know we're a litigious society. Anything from child support. A lot of people have problems with somebody not paying child support or they don't think they're paying enough. Well, we like to answer child support, uh, perhaps potential divorce questions, uh, child custody issues, you know, divorce uh, problems that you might have. So we bring on all the lawyers here, and you get the opportunity to ask whatever questions you might have. We don't bill you. There's no charge or anything like that. I know a lot of... T- like I say, everything is litigious. People have questions about property lines and trees hanging over and cars that they buy that uh, don't seem to work out or perhaps, uh, uh, you know, injuries, dog bites and this kind of stuff. So we cover it all is what I'm trying to say. Everything, uh, legally speaking, we cover. If you have a legal question from a car accident about, or speeding tickets. What about tickets, questions of sycophant radio hosts? Well, first of all, uh, I gotta look that term up and see what that means before I even respond to it. Uh, what did, uh, I'm trying to think what my son said the other day. Oh, you were on television. Yeah. We were watching television. Yeah. And, uh, this was my son, Eric. Yeah. He's, he's now, uh, 25 going on 26. And you were on talking about, uh, I think it was this, was it the Supreme Court thing? What were you on TV about just the other oh, day? I think it was, might one of the Sup- school board members sued the mayor. Oh, yeah. That was what you were on. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that was what you were on. <laughs> and, uh, and my son says, boy, Dave sure has gotten gray. <laughs> you feel happy now. I loved every. I just started laughing. You feel happy I just, now. You I just feel started laughing. Now? Although, although uh, I think it looks better on you, I really do. I'm glad you stopped dyeing your hair years well, ago. Thank I, you. I, I think. I think you. Did look you much... find out what the word sycophant meant? No, I'm going to look it up on a break. Don't you worry. should look it up. All right. I'd appreciate it if you'd use uh, more common language. Here he is. Any legal questions, 729 Let me ask you a question. And Go I ahead. Want you to, I, w- I want to start with you, David. I want you to put aside, and please, forget being Democratic Party chairman and all, all right. this kind of stuff. I'm asking you as a lawyer. Right. As a, 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 as a lawyer. What are you looking for in a Supreme Court judge uh, as a lawyer? I don't want you to answer with any politics involved, but as a lawyer, what are you looking for? Someone that could be fair and impartial. Good. Just to, in, in other words, like if you stand now, having case, said that, judges like human are human, and they carry with them certain philosophical slants, uh, one way or another. But don't you think many of them can hear a case and put the and put their their views aside? Like for example, let me give you an example. And just uh, and I'll get to these other guys shortly. And I'm serious, with all kidding about. Like Kirchbaum seems to me to be a really good judge that well, he can. Put judge every, Kirchbaum's every, a trial judge. There's a difference between. A trial no, but, judge and a Supreme right. Court judge. But but I mean, he can put everything aside, hear the case, and make a decision based on that. I I, th- I think he's a really good judge. And assu- and you, you're assuming that you're equating law too much with science, in in or math. In that, in in math, two plus two equals four. It doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. You put two, and you 
two together, we could tell you it's four. But in the law, two plus two could equal five, or it equals seven, or it equal nine. See, it's it's all subject to interpretation, and and so it's not an exact science. And so a lot of those things come in like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but isn't it somewhat of an exact science, David, just based on what the Constitution says and what the pr- precedent has Well, what said? does the Constitution say? You know, I mean, you have your strict constitutionalists that say there's freedom of press, okay, and that the right of the free press shall not be abridged. Well, uh, we know that there's limits to free press because we have child pornography, Okay, we know that you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. We know that the police in the Constitution say they can't search you, uh, but based on a search warrant. Yet we know there's exceptions to the search warrant. We know that the Constitution says there's no cruel and unusual punishment. Mm -hmm. But what does cruel and unusual punishment mean? Does that mean the death penalty is okay, but flogging someone isn't? And we have a right to what's called due process and equal protection under the laws. Equal protection for who? You know, I mean, who does equal protection apply to? Does it apply to people that are gay? Does it apply to people of, uh, of color? So all of these are, are, you know, when you say, well, let's just read it in the Constitution. You know, the Constitution is a fluid living uh, document that ebbs and flows. Uh, you, you have a right to remain silent. And anything you say can and will be used against you. <clears throat> Did you know that at one time in this country, indigent people were not uh, permitted to have or the state wasn't mandated to give them a lawyer, but the Supreme Court said that for them to have equal protection of the law and that for them to have meaningful due process, that they should be afforded a, a right to counsel. Well, that's not written in the Constitution. So, so it is a matter of interpretation, and it is a matter of that. Um, if you look for a woman's right to choose, uh, that's not written in the Constitution. Okay, Uh, but yet the Supreme Court has interpreted that that's a privacy right of a woman. So so there's a lot of things that are not written in the Constitution (coughs) that the Supreme Court has taken it upon itself. I mean, even if you go back to Marbury versus Madison, where the Supreme Court sort of established itself as the third arm of government to check the other two branches. Uh, what do you think? I mean, when these decisions seem like they're based on, are these ones conservative and liberal become... five to four decision? I mean, it's too political to me. I mean, it should be. Here, let me ask you this, Dave. And like I said, I get to Mark and Moses. Don't you think you want the brightest legal minds that you can have that are as unbiased as possible? I know in a perfect world to make these decisions. Well, see, here's really where I think we, we have made the Supreme Court too partisan and too political. And when we got rid of the filibuster rule for the Supreme Court, we now, on both sides, are going to get justices with extreme views. 
and I don't think that's uh, good for the country. You once said to me that you that you had no desire to be a judge. No. Why? Why is that? Well, because I like I like being in the mix. But you don't want to render the decision. Um, no, I like to pick a side. A judge sort of is a gatekeeper. A judge uh, calls balls and strikes. I understand that. But you know what surprised me is you, you said to me once, you have no desire to be a judge. I asked that to Moses once, which and I thought Moses would be a really good judge. And he said, I have no desire to be a judge. And I'm thinking, no. that why, I'm thinking as lawyers, what, don't, don't you aspire to be at some point a judge to be able to sit there and hear these cases? No. It didn't make any sense to me why either one of you said that. I don't want to be a judge. I... I really never wanted to be a judge. God, can you imagine if I was a judge like Kirschbaum? Jeez. Moses, how come you don't want to be one? He's too uh, old now because no, you know, no, they have no, an no. age limit of 90. <laughs> right. No, no, I'm serious, Moses. Why didn't you ever want to be one? I think it would be extremely difficult. I don't know that I'd be capable, quite frankly, of uh, making decisions that are involving many, many different areas. You'd have to be an expert almost in every area. Now, judges have law clerks to research the law to help, but I would not want to be responsible for making major decisions in multiple areas. I, I just think it would be too difficult. I, I would rather have my own liberty of choosing what type of case I want to take, uh, and uh, what type of practice and uh, that type of situation. You would make a good judge, Ron, because you would just call up the president and say, hey, President Trump, what do you want me to do? And he would tell you, and you'd do it. Yes, pretty much. I mean, you know, that's uh, thanks Thanks for that vote of confidence, Dave. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I, I – think, when I just heard Moses say that, do you accept that, Dave? Because uh, you, you know, as I heard I, Moses, I, I no, 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 hang, hang on one second, hang on one second, wow, Dave. When I, what, no, no, no. When I heard Moses say that, and I'm not, I'm not screwing around. I'm serious. When I heard Moses say that, I think Moses is really a great attorney, and I think he's a smart guy. And I'm thinking to myself, what attorney's going to sit there that Moses is going to talk in front of that knows more than he does? So, aren't you going to have a, who's ever the judge? Not as Moses, I, I can't even accept that argument from you. No offense. Right. I, I don't want to be a judge, Ron, because I like the action of litigating too much. Mm -hmm. And most judges that become judges tell you that's the hardest thing for them to do is just sit up there and listen to the arguments. Yeah, you know, and 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 you would, and this would surprise a lot of people. I think you'd be a good judge, and I think Moses would be an excellent judge. I think DeVecchio is a great attorney. You know what I'm saying? He's no, a that's whiner. Not, He's a whiner. No, no, He's I'm not a saying. Bit of a whiner. I, I'm not saying he. I'm <laughs> not saying. Whiner. I'm not saying he wouldn't be a great He's magistrate. He's just a whiner. He's too nice. Magistrate Mark's or too judge. nice. I don't think so. I, I got I got to slap him around a little bit, bring that killer instinct <laughs> out of him. But but I think DeVecchio is a good lawyer because DeVecchio has a lot of uh, passion for what he does. He's you, too nice. He, well, no, I'm, would you not agree with that? No, I'm serious, Dave. I'm, I'm not being around. serious. He's too nice. I got to. Sometimes I got to bring him in and put him in a headlock and hit him in the head a couple of times. <laughs> I got to. I got to make him meaner. So no, nice. everyone leaves. They're smiling. Oh, that Mark's such a nice guy. And listen, but he but he argues his case well, Dave. Would you not agree with that? I do. I mean, you know, and isn't that what it's all about? Can't you be a nice guy and argue your case? No, well? you got to be. You got to be ruthless. 
I don't know. I, 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 it all depends. You, you kind of get what you give. I mean, if you don't have to show your teeth, you don't show your teeth. If you could do it in a professional, in my line of work, I don't want to leave the parties worse off than they were when they came in to see me. I'm trying to restore order. I'm trying to help them through a, a dysfunctional period in their life. So, you know, to, to be mean and grouchy and yelling and all that, I, I don't know that it serves that much of a purpose. Now, sometimes when you're involved in a case where the lawyer on the other side is that way, you have to be that way. Now, so, Ron, let me interject here for a second. I just read an article today while I was eating lunch, and... It was written by a very successful trial attorney, and he said a secret that he has discovered is that when he's arguing to a jury or even to a judge, end it by saying, it is up to you. You can decide against me, and it's your choice. And in other words, tell the other side that, that the other side can rule against you. That will have a favorable effect on your case. This is what he said, basically. Now, that goes hand-in-hand with Mark. Nice guy, good lawyer. Uh, not me. Smi- I just smiles. I grab the judge by the by the rope. Well, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Especially if it's talking. Kirschbaum. I grab him by the rope. In, in, I smack serious, him on his face. Sure you do. Tell you, I, I do. Now, 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 Moses, Mark is a nice guy, nice-looking guy. Yeah, yes. uh, you know, you, 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 ways. All uh, that yeah, you, counts. I mean, you can't help but like Mark. It's kinda, he's kind of the polar opposite of Dave. You can't help but like Mark, nice guy, skinny guy, nice-looking oh, guy, yeah. and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I agree with that, Moses. Incidentally, I, a sycophant is a person who attempts to gain advantage by flattering influential people or behaving in a servile manner. That's Ron. Just tuck that away, Ron. I just wanted you to be aware of that. Servile to Trump. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what he means by that. You know what I mean? Now, <laughs> I now, think Mark. Everyone yes. here knows what now, Mark, I'm meaning by that. Do you uh, now, Mark? Do you think Moses would make a good judge? Yes absolutely, no? absolutely. Because I think he's a pro. He's approachable. He's neutral. Uh, he's open to interpretation. He's knowledgeable. And uh, I think he would be a great judge because I, I, you could really trust I his decisions. I agree. They have age limits, and once you go past ninety, they don't let you be <laughs> okay. a judge. Now, Mark, do you think do you think Beatrice could be a judge? Do I think he could be a judge, or do I think it could be a good judge? <laughs> oh, <laughs> really, Mark? Like... <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I think he'd be, he could be a judge. He could be a good judge. Really. Yeah, I want to add one more reason. I gave you a reason why I didn't want to be a judge. I, I just want to suck that, in what Mark said yeah. there for a minute because that okay. was really a great dodge, Mark. Okay. <laughs> no, if I have to commit, he'd be a good judge. I agree with Dave too. I I wouldn't be able to sit up there all day long listening to arguments and uh, just being uh, stable. Just just being in one place behind a chair, you know, behind a desk, sitting there watching it or behind a bench. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't want to be sitting at a desk writing briefs or writing uh, opinions all the time. In other words, I like the flexibility of, uh, of uh, a practice that I choose on my own. All right. I'll go with that. Dave, who do you, uh, now answer this, who do you think's a damn good judge? If you had to give me one name. Um, that's tough. They're they're all good. yeah. They're all good. They all have different skills. They're, they're so, e- each one is is good at their different skill level. Like uh, Judge Dapolito, he has a really good skill 
at getting the parties to resolve the case. You know the Dampolito that just got elected? He was great down there in the juvenile Oh, he's an division. excellent judge. He's, I mean, he's got the right, right, he's got the right temperament. Uh, right. He's a, judge, a judge has to be very cool, not hot-headed, not arrogant. Right. Uh, be fair. Impartial. Um, impartial. So, uh, you know, I, I honestly, we have a lot of good judges. Um, Judge Kirschbaum, Judge Sweeney, Judge Durkin, Judge Smith, Judge Durkin, uh, Judge Rusu, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And Judge Rusu and Judge Delic are what we call, and Judge Smith are what we call specialty courts in that Judge Rusu just does probate. Mm-hmm. And so that's, for the most part, non-adversarial proceedings. No, but he came from doing probate as a practice, which right. makes sense. And then you have Judge Smith, and all she does is the uh, domestic relations, divorce, disillusions, child custody. Is stuff she like good that. at that, Mark, do you think? Is I, she th- good? I think she's really good. Yeah, And then, and you, I, and then you have Judge Delic, who's the juvenile court judge. And what people don't understand about the juvenile court system, it's completely opposite of the adult system. How, how is that? Explain because the, the juvenile system is not geared towards punishment. Its whole focus is rehabilitation. So when, so when people get frustrated when we say, lock the kid up and throw the key away, that's, that's not... That's not the system we've devised. In other words, she doesn't have that ability. She so. does, but generally they are in a rehabilitative mode. If they could save the child... They'd rather save the child than lock him away. And if they can't, that's when they try them as an adult, when they say they're beyond rehabilitation. You've had some 16-, 17-year-old children tried as adults because they're found to be beyond rehabilitation. Or if it's been in a very egregious type of case. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, we have had a call. Can we take okay, the let call? Me ask you, I want to ask Dave one more question, uh, and we'll get the call. No, stop it for a second. Serious. Have you ever, Dave, in representing a criminal, ever thought to yourself, how in the hell could you do that to somebody? Well, I answer that this way. I'm a professional. It is not my job to judge them. It is my job to represent them. And if I felt that... Personally, I was so it was so reprehensible to me that it would affect my ability to represent them, then I wouldn't take the case. But I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing my feelings aside from my ability to advocate on behalf of a client. It's called discipline, right, Dave? Yeah. And you're a professional. I mean, I could find personally abhorrent things they've done and still represent them very zealously. That doesn't mean I agree with what they did. That doesn't mean I condone what they did. But everyone's entitled to a lawyer. Everyone's entitled to due process. And do you get and do you get prejudice against you for representing some of those people that people don't understand that's your role? Um, I'm not sure of your question. If your question is, do people sometimes say, how can you do that? Yes, yes. I get that all the time. All the time. And it's just part of being a lawyer. Mm-hmm. You're going to get that all the time, you know. 
Um, um, markets it in the domestic. Oh, absolutely. How could you represent my husband or my wife? They're such a piece of crap. How can you represent that scumbag? Yeah, they're so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. And that was just with Mark talking to my wife when we were out today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was how could you be married to that? Oh, no, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's pretty much how it went. All right. We'll take a, Dave, take a call. Dave right. Beatrice is here. Go Tim, ahead. are you there? Yes, uh, good afternoon, Dave. And good Mark. afternoon. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Uh, Dave, uh, when I heard this thing about uh, Anthony Kennedy uh, stepping down at the end of the, mo- uh, end of next month, uh, I said, man, here we go now. We're going to have to go through another carousel of, uh, you know, going through this list of 25 people, and they're probably all either going to Harvard, Yale, or or uh, Columbia, or wherever. And uh, is, it, is it not possible that they could just, you know, put it off for a vote? No. You know, to the people. I mean, why does it all? Why do we always have to go through this circus? You know, who's right for this spot here? Who's well, because the Constitution says that the president appoints with advice and consent of the Senate. That's we can change it, can't we? I mean, can we? You'd have to have a constitutional amendment, but you know, uh, Supreme Court judges are there for their life. Yeah, that's another big matter. That's what always has got me about this, you know. I, I, I don't know. For some reason or other, it's hard for me to swallow, you know, that these federal judges have to be there for life. Well, there, there's, some, there's some logical reasons for that. If, if they had to worry about being elected uh, or appealing to certain people, maybe they won't make the decision. They're there for life. The only way you can remove a federal judge is they have to be impeached by Congress. Other than that, they're there for their life. But don't they have to appeal to certain people when they get chosen? I mean, that's the reason. No. No, but uh, but a Donald Trump is not going to appoint uh, a liberal jurist, just right. like Barack Obama wouldn't have appointed a conservative jurist. How do you determine which is which, though? I mean, by if their opinions. Good- but, I mean, wouldn't a good judge... Isn't the sign of a good judge, Dave, someone who you really don't... Stand by. We'll come back. Put that caller on hold. We'll come back with more with Attorney Beatrice Moses and DeVecchio after this. All right, let's get back to it with attorneys David Beatrice, Carl Moses, and Mark DeVecchio, 729-9977, 729-9977, if you got a legal question. All right, did, uh, is that caller still there? Did he answer your question, sir? Uh, yeah, Ron, but uh, I've, as I said, uh, you know, they're looking for someone who's young for the Supreme Court, you know, possibly in her uh, 40s if they could, so they could last a long time. You know, that's not something that, that I'd like to see in, a, in any kind of a justice, that it could last a long time. You know, I mean, things change. Uh, All right. I just, uh, uh, one other thing, too, if uh, Dave, Carl, or, or Mark uh, could uh, comment on that uh, other Supreme Court decision on the unions, because I'm a union member myself and have paid a lot of money and dues to. So what they've said is in a public sector union, you don't have to pay dues. And you still get the benefit of the union. And this could possibly go over to the private. Uh, That's correct. Too. So it's called right to work. Yeah, I thought it already has gone to the private. Well, many st- many extent. states have that type of a statute right, right, right. now. I, I'm torn between the, the situation. Because, I'm not torn. Yeah, what's your thinking, Dave? The middle class has been weakened and weakened primarily because union membership 
is drastically down. Because of the statutes. If, if you work state. a 40-hour work week, if you have hospitalization at work, you have a safer workplace, unions all brought you that. And the Even, people who are paying the dues are getting the benefit of right. the unions. So it's not like they're paying for nothing. Right? Exactly. It's yeah. so, a good point. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Steve. Steve, are you there? Steve? Steve, come on. He dropped off. We lost him. We lost him, Ron. What can I say? Ron, you're in a union, right? Uh, No. No, I'm not. I thought you were. Uh, No, Dave. You were. I was was years ago. Years ago, yes. And then what? You left the union or the union left you? I was actually the union president, Dave. Boy, how far you've come. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying, that was back back in the days I was in uh, the NABET union, which... uh, I was a union president for 21, 27, and 33 in the radio station, all, all at one time. Wow. And uh, Boy, for years. How year, far for, you've fallen. For years and years and years and years. Uh, so. He's. Yeah. A2 then, Brute. Okay, Steve is back. Steve, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Are you there? How you doing, Steve? <laughs> okay. Say hello I to A2 Brute Ron. Will you That's stop? Right. You, he's, he's using stuff I don't understand what he's saying. So, what? That was from okay. Julius Caesar. Okay, now, whatever. Correct me if my if I'm wrong, and maybe this will help your last caller understand the differences between why you want to appoint certain judges for life. Um, the theory of metalinguistic uh, theo- uh, law theology, um, whereas your conservatives, generally speaking, believe in following the laws as they are written and not a- written and not adapting the phrases to the times to fit their narratives, whereas your liberal and your more liberal judges have a tendency to follow the, that theology itself, whereas words change meaning over time, which is exactly what the Supreme Court did, like with the word the state when it came to the, uh, the mandate for uh, Obamacare. Um, you're oversimplifying it, but, but that is... A, an explanation, correct? I mean, words do need to change over time, don't you think, as circumstances change? For instance, in the original Constitution, African Americans were thought of as three fifths of a person. Well, yeah, I mean, look how long the Constitution, look how long ago it was written. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean and, and women didn't have the right to vote until. That's when you had, but then on top of that, you also had amendments that changed the law itself. So it wasn't necessarily that the law itself changed or the wording of the law mm-hmm. should change, but merely the fact that a new law was created or new wording was created that was so, passed So you would, you, would, you would say your right to bear arms means you have a right to have a machine gun. Well, they had machine guns back in... No, no, um, I'm asking you. You're right. Your strict constructionalist would say... Constitutionalist. Constitutionalists would say you have a right to bear arms, therefore you can own an RPG. Uh, in, in theory, yes. I mean, you could. Okay, you, you can could, have a tank, you limit those, and you can limit those rights and, and create certain standards upon that. Well, no, 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 no. The Constitution says, the Constitution says your right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Absolutely. So my question to you is that we should let people have machine guns, RPGs, grenade launchers. Uh, tanks, any any kind of military armament they want, according to your logic. Well, according to my logic and according to what is allowed, you are, as long as you have the right class of life, 
of, of licensing. I, I agree with you, but the license that's not what the Constitution says. The Constitution just said, doesn't say. Well, you're not being infringed. You're not being infringed. No, no, if, no, no. If, the, 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 the law says the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. It doesn't say if you're a felon. Well, it's more doesn't than say, that. well, the, the right to keep a militia and all that other stuff. What yeah, I'm so saying is, is you to, cannot, you it's to, not, it's not that simple. It's just not that simple. So you just do you can't. Think, do you think that, let's say somebody, so you're, let's say they wrote a law, like let's say I, I wrote a law, or Congress passed a law today saying Barack Obama shall forever be a citizen of the United States, okay? And then in two years from now, the Supreme Court or Congress following meta-linguistics uh, law theology, redefines the terminology of those words to mean President or, or Barack Obama should be, shall be deported. You're changing the meaning of words as they are written. As a, you're, what you're doing is you're legislating from the bench okay, as opposed you're, to you're interpreting, following the law as it is written. You're, you're, well, it comes down to interpretation. Well, that's, meta, that's what meta linguist is. Do you follow the interpretation as the words are written? Okay, or do so you change so words? so then child pornography for you is okay. Why is well, that? Well, uh, here, here's the well, question: because the right to free press, yeah, yeah, freedom of speech. I I, I want to have child pornography. It's my right to have my freedom of expression. Freedom of expression, but you but you're well. So what does freedom of expression mean? Well, there are laws against child pornography. Well, no, 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 no. According to this caller, if it's written there and you're metaphysical, whatever, you got to follow what's written strictly. But there's also laws that have been passed. No, no, laws don't trump the Constitution. The Constitution is paramount to any law that any legislator or any. Uh, it's the supreme law. It's the supreme law. So yeah, it's written in the Constitution, no, caller. Right Wait a minute, caller. It's written in the. It's written in the Constitution. It's written in the Constitution. There's actually uh, statutes about protecting. The oh country my God! I, I can't talk to you because you got a rockhead. Okay, well, you don't, don't understand, understand. You don't understand that a statute does not trump the Constitution. The Constitution. Okay, so Congress can't pass a law that says no guns are allowed. They could not pass that law. Congress could not pass a law saying uh, blacks are three fifths of a st of a person. Okay, they couldn't do that, or that slavery is legal. Okay, or they were gonna, you know, rip you people's skins off. Now, now, what you're doing is you're talking about you, you want to talk about the Tenth Amendment. We can specify powers that are cle very clearly defined through the federal government and the state. And then local local level. Okay, okay, let me ask you something. Absolutely. Can a police can a police officer search your car? Uh, within within right. And where did within, that come within, from? Huh? Where did those exceptions come from? Search and seizure. Those are laws that have been passed. No, no, no. Where did it come from? Where Where did those exceptions to the Fourth Amendment come from? Which court gave police officers? Exigent circumstances to go around the Fourth Amendment. Where do you think that came from? Uh, there's a lot of courts. It I'm came from the United States Supreme Court. Court. Pennsylvania versus Mims. A police officer has a right to pull you out of a car. Map versus Ohio. A police officer has a right to pat you down. Those weren't written in the Constitution. Those yeah, were made. No, those were interpreted. Those were interpreted the by the court. Is it, is it broken down on an ever? 
isn't broken down on an individual basis like that. The Constitution. No, no. Do you know what the Constitution says? Do you know what the Constitution? Do you know what the Fourth Amendment to the Constitution says? That's that search and seizure. Right. It says there is no search and seizure, but without a warrant. But the court has interpreted exceptions to that, and they've yeah, read the into that. Correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of those courts would determine that warrant uh, would would apply. There would be some not not on a. Uh, let's see here. Let me think the word. Well, let me there's ask you a, something. A, there's a, there's if the police officers are tracking your, if the police officers are tracking your phone for your whereabouts, is that allowed under the Constitution? Go read the Constitution. See what I it says about. See what it says about cell phones. Well, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, the, the and that's what your the Constitution does. It does not. Is not your does not give every law of every every circumstance everything. It it's subject. Watch this, Steve. It's subject to interpretation. Okay. And subject to interpretation means you're changing the meaning of words. Okay. Like well then, well then, police officers cannot pat so you down. So police officers cannot ask you to get out of a car. Police officers cannot track. They can track your cell phones. Okay. They can do all those things. The Supreme Court tra- uh, threw that one out. Actually. Well, um, well that, why it's not that, written uh, there? Searching somebody's uh, searching somebody's cell phone whereabouts. It is a violation of their uh, is a violation of search and seizure laws. Yeah, but it's not written there. No, but it's a guideline. That's the point. Oh the my God, is, Steve, is you're making your own point. Guidelines should be followed. You're you're making your own point, my friend. You're making your own point. You 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 want to go? Is it written in the Constitution? If it's not written in the Constitution, you can't do it. That's what no, you want to say. That. I didn't. No, no, I, I never made that argument. Okay. I, said, I said you cannot change the words of the Constitution to fit your narrative, which is the difference between what you're going to find with your liberal justices and what you're going to find with your conservative justices. All, all the justices, whether the conservative or liberal, interpret and extrapolate what was meant. All That's of their them. job. That's their job. What, whose job? To, to legislate from the bench? Or to... to I, I can find you many times. Conservative judges have made law many times, many many times. It's not just no, you and, need. And you know what you need to do, to Steve. And then we got to go, Steve. You know what you need to do. You need to quit watching Fox News so much. All right, let's go to Mike. <laughs> Mike, are you there? Welcome to Five Seventy WKBN's Legally Speaking. How can I help you? Hey, Mike. No, you're Mike. Mike. Yeah, I'm Mike. Yep. Yeah. How you doing? Good. Yep. Good. Good. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Your father was a judge, right? Yes, sir. He grew up on 62. That was my uncle. Oh, that was your uncle. I thought you grew up there. You you lived across the street from him, didn't you? No, that was my cousin. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? The way I look at this is, uh, you know, the Democrats here in Mahoney County have really hurt the county. They have? Well, you're leader, leader of the party, and you're not going to want to Tell me how they've hurt the county. But I think you will, because you're you're pretty open to criticism. Uh, you're pretty sharp. Yep. How have they hurt the county? they hurt the county. Well, you know, at one time, uh, Youngstown was even larger than Dayton. Right. Okay? Now, what happened? What you want happened my, you're asking there? me what you, happened, you or are you going to tell me what happened? You want me to tell you? Go ahead. Uh, the Democrats, my father, he was in the union, Teamsters. 
Uh-huh. And he was up there pretty high. And I used to go around while people paid the, <laughs> the Teamsters off. If you're telling me, does the Mahoning Valley have the Mahoning a... Mahoning County... Well, I can't talk. Go Mahoning ahead. County Just say what you want to say, up. Mike. Well, I'm trying to tell you, but you can't talk if I'm talking. But what I'm trying to say is this: the Democrats in Mahoney County have recorded this area so abruptly, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Okay. Okay. And I know what you believe in, and, and, and that's fine. But I know what I believe in, and my father, he was, he was a president of a union... He was uh, uh, so unions are bad in your mind. Go ahead. Pardon? No, no, no. I I grew, I work for unions. Okay. Well, are unions good or bad? Unions are good. In okay. Perspective. In perspective. In perspective. Like okay. I Democrats are bad though. No, 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 no. I could tell you right now is that what happened here in the Mahoney Valley, and it's same things going on. Tim Ryan, they turn a blind ear. They don't listen to the people, the needs of the people. All what they do is retard this whole county. Okay, so and what has Tim Ryan these, done that has retarded when, when you this area? Areas like Dayton, Ohio, that used to be smaller than Youngstown, Mahoney Valley, mm-hmm. still one of still capitals of the whole country. And look where they're at. Look where we're at. Right. Well, there's Why a, is that? Why is that, Dave? Am I allowed to talk now? Sure, you can talk. Okay. So Dayton has a huge Air Force base there. That. That is insulates their economy when you right. have Wright Patterson Air Force Base. Sure, they have it. Okay, we, we do have, not have. We have an Air Force Base, and our, our Air Force Base was prior to theirs. Yeah, we have a reserve uh, what Air Force. Mean, yeah. Okay, when you're done talking, Mike, and I can talk, let me know. Okay. Go ahead. Well, what I'm trying to say is, they've retarded. That's just like when Cabela's wanted to put a a, a store out here on 680. What happened? I don't know what happened. Well, you know what happened. They didn't get it because Mahoney County get, didn't get their money. So but people are paying bribes. West Virginia, and that place is flourishing. So, so office holders are taking bribes now. Well, they always have in Mahoney County. That's well, the problem. Don't deny it. That's what it is. Well, I, 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 I went with. I went on routes with my father. He 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 was. I will not and, deny, Mike. No, no, no. Wait a second. Okay, he go ahead. For Century Foods. I'm talking back in the 60s. Right. Late, early 60s, the low blows bottom up. Okay, that's how far back I'm going. And you know what I'm saying. No, I don't. Uh, all right, I, I but it's, uh, that's a whole other topic. Sure, I mean, that's not really. Democratic Party. Yeah. All right. Thanks for your call. Thanks for your I appreciate call, it. Mike. Okay, you need to go back and watch Fox News. Okay, Josh, are you there? Welcome to 570 WKBN Legally Speaking. How can I help you? Josh. I think that's the longest Ron Verb has gone without saying anything I since mean, I've been there. I couldn't say anything to the guy. I couldn't go on. I mean, I just uh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is you see when you this is what you put out. This is what you attract, Ron. Okay, Josh. Josh hung up on us. He's not All right. there. All right, Josh, call back. You could tell me that Democrats have retarded the area. That we don't have steel mills, and it's Democrats' fault. And, You're right. Um, and we could have that other guy call back and say, only liberal justices interpret the Constitution, not conservatives. Some of these people yeah, are making sense. <clears throat> Some of them are making sense to me. Well, that's the problem. It uh, is? Yeah. yeah. Ron, that is the problem. <laughs> All right, 729-9977. You, you, you wanna, do you want to take complex problems 
and offer yes. simplistic solutions. Yes, I'm a simple man, Dave. I'm a simple man. All right. I'm afraid this mic's back on. I'm afraid it's the same mic. Do you know if it's the same mic? Oh, it's not. It's All right. Okay. Is this normal mic? Yeah, this is a mic that bought Mark the beer down at the Italian Fest. Oh, hey, hey, Mike. That's my mic. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> I'm going by Sandusky tomorrow. What's the name of your favorite Italian restaurant? Oh, you got to go to Sorrentino's. That's it, like Sorrentino's Boots and Bridge. I couldn't remember it. Listen it to me. Listen to me. If you go to Sandusky, you go to Sorrentino's, you ask for George Sorrentino. All right? Right. And you tell him Dave Beatrice sent you there. And that your wife's my dentist. And that your that my wife's your dentist. You tell him and that. They, and they'll immediately throw you out. No, they then they'll not. give you his tab, his monthly tab. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and say last what time he left. your favorite Italian restaurant? What? What makes that your favorite? There's no shortage of Italian restaurants around here. Um, It's just, it's iconic. The whole atmosphere of the place. You, you'll love it. It's just... It's very unique. It's not like any Italian restaurant you've ever been in in your life. And I rep- and I and I and I, I strongly suggest you get the pasta mafia. It's a dish you can't refuse. <laughs> yeah, I grew up on the south side. I went to Mooney. I'm familiar with the work. So I, I suggest you go to Sorrentino's. You ask for George Sorrentino's, and you order the pasta mafia. Now it's become a call-in show on Dave's favorite r- food recommendations. <laughs> I mean, well, you started that, Ron. Yeah, you I did, know. Ron. I-, I know. My baseline is is ruined because of that place. The chickens have come home to roost on the Ron verb legally speaking. They, they, you know what? Ron's got a magnet on his back, and he attracts them. All right, we're going to go to Dave <laughs> now. Dave, welcome to five seventy WKBN legally speaking. How can we help you? Hello, Dave. I have a question for you. I work for a state facility, clock in at 10 o'clock at night, and I work one-on-one with an individual until 6 in the morning. And Ten then six. they say, well, you have to take a break. Oh, yeah, so I've heard this, 6 yeah. 6 o'clock until 6.30, I sit and I wait to clock out. <laughs> I'd rather be in my car driving two hours. <laughs> I home. agree with you. You should just but say. They make me sit there. Oh my gosh! Are you in a collective bargaining unit? Yes. Well, you should bring that up with your union. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, they said it was the union members who decided they weren't getting, you know, their break. Oh well, that's stupid. They make yeah, you sit yeah. at your place of employment for a half hour, considering that your break, and then you go home. That's the most. I mean that. There's just no reason or common sense to that. No, absolutely I'd not. rather be in my car heading home, too. Yeah, but, I mean, what can I do? But because I have I to have work to harder because Mark, because Mark and Carl can't, you know, they can't, they can't carry the water. I always uh, got to carry the heavy I buckets of water. I disagree with that, Carl. What do you think? Okay. I do, too. Are you getting paid for that half hour? No, I'm on break. Oh, wow. I think and you, I think he should be. Here. I think you called previously, maybe a week or so ago, and I think uh, the suggestion was that you file a grievance if if you can't get them to change. Yeah, I mean, a break is supposed to be a break during work, not a break at the end of work. Right. That you have to sit there and have your break and then go home. Right. Yeah. That's okay, just the yeah, most like ludicrous thing idea. I've ever heard. 
All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for calling in. All right, we got a couple lines open, 330-729-9977, 330-729-9977. You can call and yell at me and say that the Democrats have retarded the area uh, <laughs> or that only liberal justices interpret the Constitution. No conservative justice has. Or make cheap shots at Moses' age. Or and, make cheap uh, shots at Moses' age. Mark DeVecchio has a 32-inch waist. <laughs> right. I and, have a much larger waist than that. Yeah, what is your, what is yours currently, Dave? Because we got I a pool do down here at the, I, at the dealership down here at Stadium. It's uh, We've all taken a tab on that. We want to see who wins we're not tonight. Gonna, we're not going to discuss this. This is not subject to discussion. Are you 10 inches more than Mark? If he's 32, are you 42? Um, we got a call on the phone. George, <laughs> George, are you there? I think you pressed the wrong button, did no, you? No, I got the right one. George? Yeah, Dave, I'm here. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good. What's going on? How can I help hey, I'm, you? I'm, I'm just calling reference with that one fellow that called in, Mike. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. I, uh, I work for like seven different union companies. I work for U.S. Steel, Republic Steel, Thomas Strip Steel. Wien United, Bliss Manufacturing, General Extrusions, uh, a couple of different dye shops, and I've retired from Delphi. Jeez, you couldn't keep a job, pal. <laughs> well, you know what the problem was? Wasn't I wasn't good. The problem yeah. was the economy was tanking. And, you know, and, I, and I crappy trade agreements. And I started out, you know, with the gas energy crunch and all that, you know. Crappy trade agreements. Down, and everything was shutting down. Yeah. And we United shut down. I mean, those were all good jobs. Those are I, great jobs. I, yeah. Oh, they were great jobs. Yeah. You know, you know what happened? Jobs, George, let me it. tell you what happened. Contrary to whatever. Clinton. It happened to me. <laughs> let me tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. Clinton, Clinton and a Republican Congress. Don't go there, Ron. No, no, Clinton and a Republican Congress. Was, they were both wrong. Let me just say this, George, as okay, far as the steel mill goes. When we yeah. leveled Japan and when we leveled Germany... We went right. in there with a Marshall Plan, mm -hmm. and we rebuilt. rebuilt all their factories up to, you know, standards. better standards. Better standards. We right. de yeah. we deindustrialized our own steel mills, and we helped Japan and Germany build state of the art steel mills. Right, and then they took they, our they, jobs. They, in those days, they were built with the same EPA regulations we have had them. No, no, no. They had more modern no, facilities they when they, they, they built they them new. All the buildings were better. This they is why you couldn't keep a job, because you Jesus. I know. I'm 64 years old, okay? Uh -huh. I'm 58, yeah. and I'm sick of it. I retired from Delphi, yeah. which was Packard Electric. All right. Which was Packard Electric. Okay. What is your you know point? your jobs went? They went to Mexico. Well, they didn't go to Mexico. They, they started out in Mississippi. Do you realize at one time Delphi had two hundred fifty thousand? Yeah, he, he knows that. All right, th thanks for your Did call. You I don't know what no, we're no, going to do with this. Going, I mean, uh, all right, let's go to uh, David. Has another call. David, are you there? Yes, I am, sir. Thank you for having me on your show. Um, I wanted to go back, uh, if you will, to what Mike was trying to say. I think he got a little bit flustered in how he was speaking in that. But I think Mike's point was, and I'm going to make it by example. I uh, I know of a case where um, a judge decided that a case law prevailed over Ohio Revised Code uh, as far as determining incomes. Let's not get too deep into the details. And basically, 
that's what he meant. Uh, a liberal judge decided that a case law from another state was going to prevail over Ohio Revised Code. Now, that's a direct violation of Ohio law. All right, we're out of time. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, guys.